Welcome to the virtual church with Reverend Prosper Asamoah. Reverend Prosper Asamoah is the senior pastor of Victory Bible Church International, Love Sanctuary Takradi, where Jesus is exalted and his love demonstrated. Now, the sermon. Last Sunday, we were talking about acceptable offering. We spoke severally. I taught you a few things, but the crux of it was that we must give ourselves first to God before our offering will be accepted. Our motive is more important than the gift we carry to God. And our attitude is also very important. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, God is a rewarder and God rewards sacrifices. But it looks at the heart first before it looks at the gift. Hallelujah. Amen. Today I want to continue. And I will talk about some aspects of giving and offerings and sacrifices. Then I'll do some finance. We'll, do about, we'll talk about valuation of our sacrifices. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, thank you for another day in your house. Thank you for the wonderful fellowship. Thank you for your presence. Your presence has filled this room. Let your words fill this room also. In the name of Jesus. Because in your presence you speak. When we are in your presence, you speak to us. You speak to us this morning. Give us clarity. Clarity of your word. Clarity of your intentions. That will not be swayed by any false doctrine. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Help me that I may speak your word clearly. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Normally, I'm supposed to give title to my sermons. I call this one the value of our offering. I've told you that Paul was the one who wrote most of the New Covenant. When, and he was the one who preached to the Gentiles more, the people outside Jerusalem, outside Israel. He went to plant churches outside Israel most. So he gave directions on how we should walk the Christian walk as non-Jews. And in Corinthians, he spoke a lot about giving. And it was clear that they needed a lot of teachings before they would give. Philippians 2, he talked about giving, but he was just thanking them and appreciating them for the giving that they were giving out of their free will. So when we want to learn about giving, we go to Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter 8. He was talking about giving, then he said this, from verse 7. He said, But as you excel in everything, in faith, 
in speech, in knowledge, in all earnestness, and in our love for you. See that you excel in this act of grace also. Hallelujah. He was saying that, listen, you guys have faith. Love sanctuary. You are good. You have faith. You have knowledge. You speak well. You have zeal and everything. But ensure that you excel in this grace of giving also. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Giving is an area that we must be excellent in. It is a, a vital cog in the wheel of, uh, of the Christian life. It has been abused. But that doesn't take away its usefulness or the veracity or the power in it. And he continued to say that 2 Corinthians chapter 7, give me verse 8. He says, I say this not as a command, but to prove by the earnestness of others that your love is also genuine. So you see that Paul was talking about giving. Then he said they must give, they must excel, but still it is not a command. Paul or church of Omaho, no catch on the wall farmer, won't share the market castle or betimo, nemum. It's not a command. On yambra, it's not a command. On yambra, and also on yanshe, but it is necessary you excel. Nemum or ye hear the obezinum, what I mean, yeimu. You can see that Paul was taking time to, to balance the importance and the freedom, it, it, taking time to balance the need to give, but he didn't want to put pressure on anybody to give. So he says, you must excel in it, but it is not a command. So we can see from Paul's teachings that we must be careful where any time we see that giving becomes a command, it becomes a compulsion, it becomes something that is conditional to the basic benefits of your Christian life or conditional to the support that you get from ministry, then it is not of God. It is not new covenant teaching. In fact, it is not biblical teaching because there's nowhere in the Bible that God exacted sacrifice, demanded that it must be done from the people. Hallelujah. Amen. So I can boldly say without apology, without fear, that anywhere you go and they say 500 cities is for consultation, or thousand, or sometimes they, they charge a lot more money than that for consultation. You must do this and that before then know that it's not of God. Hallelujah. Take it from me. It is a fact. 
and sana ehunya mnyimpo de hu no chene so that dame bia no ofiraze any time you go to the man of god it is nice it is beautiful it is excellent to not to go empty handed but it is not a command nchobaya fio then chere konya mnyimpo enyim no enka fan sapan boko nembom onyenhye hallelujah amen how you understand me it's very important you understand this. I'm teaching this not that you should reduce your giving. In fact, I'm teaching that you increase your giving, but you give it with the right attitude and motive so that you get the, all the benefits that comes with giving. If you misunderstand me, you reduce your giving, but it is not a command. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. Verse 7 before verse 6. Verse 7. It says, Each one must give as he has decided in his heart. I quote the scripture a lot. Not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful it says, so that you must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. So don't give in response to pressure. There are some things we've done here before. It's not right. And sometimes my, I'm sitting down and I'm uncomfortable. It's not only here, it's done in many places. We want five people to give us thousand cities. There's nothing wrong with it. So if you have thousand you want to give, you come and give. Say what? But we want 25 people to give us 500 cities. And then 20 people come. And then if the five don't come and join them, we will not close this service. I'm waiting for you. I'm counting. One. Two. Where are you? Three. No, God is speaking to you, somebody. <laughs> Listen, it's becoming pressure. And some of you, when it happens that way, you just want, you don't want to disgrace the church. You don't want to make it look like our church, we don't give. You want to uh, encourage me or try to save my face. You want to save my face. It's pressure. So you get up and come. It is pressure. It is not proper. We'll collect the money. We'll use it for the work of God, but it is not proper. It is under. Don't give in response to pressure. Hallelujah. Are you happy? Put your hands together. Celebrate Jesus.
Okaba Namusa, why Nambiru Koninti, Nebia, Imperabogus of Penny Massey, and Asher Emperor Bohunde, Fidia Mumbahadeno, Wansa Onya Zinitino, Nasaraba, Oba Namawa to the Manamono, Etanamono, one Shabido. If you hear that somebody has crossed me and beaten me tonight, know that some pastors have. <laughs> I've conspired against me. I'm spoiling the business. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. He says, so he says, we should not give reluctantly. We must give from our heart. What we decide in our heart. It is critical. I want that point to get to you. It must be from your heart. And that is what God has said. Okay? That is necessary. And then verse 6. Verse 6, he says, the point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Paul was talking about giving. Giving substance to the church. Giving money to the church. That's what he was talking about. And he said, made this statement. So he's not talking about the farmer or something. He's talking about giving. It means when you give, you reap. Hallelujah. It's Paul, it's there. Oh, yeah, there, Jemma. Nazareth, my man, no do prepare person, you bobo. Until the chosen sort of can there, say, you couldn't change here, you bobo, you change here, you couldn't be fool, sir, you bobo, you can't be fool. You only homer, you quaffo, never more homer, and I just for now, or the other man. And so, what is sparingly? It's what kind of beer gonna change here, Nasty Chenny then. Your salary, someone is Mr. A's salary is 500 cities. And some of you earn 500. May the Lord give you increase. 500 cities. So he comes to church and he gives what we call tight. He gives uh, 50 cities. There's somebody too who earns 5,000 cities. No, cities are and he comes to church. And he thinks giving 500 cities is a bit too much. Which is a standard tight percentage. 500 is too much. So he decides to give 200. You and I, when we are looking at the figures and looking at those who have given more, we'll say that the person who gave 200 has given more than the person who gave the 50 cities. And on the economic level or worldly level, natural level, it is true. He has given, he has sold abundantly. We expect God to bless him abundantly. And this person who is 253, God will bless him sparingly because comparatively his own was sparing, isn't it? What is the biblical measure of sparingly? And what is the biblical measure of bountiful? Hallelujah. Amen. 
I want us to look at two stories in the Bible, one from the Old Testament and one from the New. We will use that to determine the biblical or godly valuation of our giving. First Kings chapter 17, from verse 8, I'll read very fast, it's a story. Then the word of the Lord came to him, that's to Elijah, arise, go to Zarephath which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to bring it, he called, her, he called to her and said, Bring me a muzzle of bread in your hand. Let me pause here. There was a famine. And God told Elijah that he has commanded a widow to look after him. So he went to Zarephath, saw the widow, and said, give me water. Give me water. The widow was going to bring the water. What does that mean? It means that water was in abundance. It means water was available. She could give water. Um, is it water you want? That one, no problem. She was going to bring the water. That shows that uh, there was not too much sacrifice in giving the water. She didn't complain. Then he said, uh, when you are coming, we want food. Just ask for food straight. Why do you ask for water first? When <laughs> you are coming, bring me a muzzle of bread in your hand. That's when the trouble started. Let's continue. And she said, as the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. And now I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. So it means that all the food that she had was a little oil and a little oil for a gentleman. Hallelujah. How do you call it? Upper Prancer. A little flour and a little, just to, so that she and her son will just eat. And after that, there's no other food and they will die. It means that was 100% of what they had. Then, so, <laughs> you old prophet, you are coming to collect our food. And Elijah said to her, do not fear. Go and do as I have said. But first, make me a little cake of it and bring it to me. And afterward, Make something for yourself and your son. What she had in the first place was so little that they would eat it and die. And that was end. So if he comes to give you some, it means that what will be left will be too little. And as a mother, she will just give it to the son and she will go hungry. Oh, I mean, it will not be enough. And it's being a prophet, if he will give you something, he must give you something presentable. So he may end up giving you everything that she had. But he says, do as I said. For that says the Lord, the God of Israel, the jar of flour shall not be spent and the jar of oil shall not be empty until the day that the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And she went and did as Elijah said. And she and he and her household ate for many days. And the jar of flour was not spent, neither did the jar of oil become empty according to the word 
of the Lord that he spoke to Elijah. Hallelujah. Amen. So this story is telling us the value or the, yes, the value that God placed on what she did. Because she was going to bring water. I mean, water was not a problem. But now she was going to give all her food to the man of God. Hallelujah. Yer Kasafa and Komsenya or Komaba, never as I shall need their own fee be our one, non copia fufu Sunday, wash her or back on a fubi there, on yen wadam or comnumo, Nena Chos and Rekan there, or cry no crotia honum, no cotu, kunafubia, or Samba Bawa, then we rather can no catch any day, in your omen in Sumonum, or by your cracker for Sinaba, no catch any day. So war, a Samsu or one, or says your bodoka crabby, non farm man, Nanches or pay the chain as me a hundred day. Obisan in Sunosan in Sunyana, or Nutino or Quantum Hade, or Cafan Sunizaba, Nemum or Bor, a Samnodo, Aran or Kande, Samuan Osara, or Homemon on Yemaba, Nepoyet on Uya, Warat Yabu. It is our own Comsigny, Abanase, the baby Sandia, no Chadder Ottima, many there, Ian Comsigny, or Domo at San Josigny, in Tiabosian Chobutuma Bande, or the Nigina Ottoman Comsigny, no, now Kakraba can be Ottomanaba, no Nukuna for no. Water come, Ima Manumu Yarum Kakra or the man, Nansuno or Shani de Yandamara Famam. Now Kratza away some no woman, no the run sada. Now won't Gukuturu so, or so or Yoda, no Bano or Yanadam Jaman. Each share a bonsu sa, a rati, or the tutu to Zamahua, Yakawa Semido. If you read the story carefully, see that God said, I've commanded a widow. It can't just some yea, but when the rati can there, Masha or Bakuna Fubi de. But when you listen to the conversation between the, the widow and Elijah, it looks like, no. Uh, even though God said he has commanded her, she, she, she hasn't heard. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a commotion across the world. Elijah, no, no, or back from a funny tema. No, Bibi, I did us today. Say, rather, a cut of my shana, or banner, so my wound there. Say, rather, a cassampa, or no banner, on say. Sometimes God speaks to us, but we don't hear it. But do you know why God was confident to tell Elijah that he has commanded the widow? Because he knew her heart. He knew that when Elijah goes and speaks, she will obey. The command is in the relationship that she has with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes you may not plan it, but when the, a need arises, your heart will tell you, I must do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding me? Yes, sir. So your heart that you have for God will determine the, even the opportunities of giving or sacrificing that he will bring your way. When your heart is on carnal things, on, on your personal enjoyment and, and, and things like that, God knows. So when he needs to resource his church, resources his servants, he resources his ministry, he, it will not pass near you. 
Se wakuma or dawanka sa wupese mi kuminyazi hunkutiza. So ke hiado de irati, or shenasa fumuma, anasro mama, was it kenzi to me buha, irati bobe saun. But this woman, God knew what to do, arranging that she'll be there when uh, Elijah arrives and they spoke and she obeyed and gave her, I can say, maybe all the food that she had, gave it to Elijah. And when she gave everything that she had, the, her storehouse never got empty. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes God will raise a need. Oh yeah, He would say something. He, he, there will be a need that will come to your attention. No, that oh. God is talking to you. It's commanding you. And if you obey. You can open doors of prosperity that no mind can understand. Yes, some pastors, some uh, people, so-called men of God and whatever you call them all over the place, have abused this scripture, has abused, have abused this opportunity that God has prepared for his children. And so they come and flees and take things from us, and it doesn't, it's not from God. But that does not take away the power of God to prosper us when we are able to sacrifice beyond human understanding, beyond natural mind. We are able to sacrifice for his work and for his ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. Many years ago, when I decided to acquire this place and build church and everything, it wasn't because I had my son, my son, build me a church. No, I didn't hear anything like that. I just thought that was a proper thing to do. Uh, at that stage in my life, I knew I should be, I should be teaching, I should be, but that's the proper thing to do. Just build something for God, sacrifice, give it to God, so that. And in fact, I was looking for pastors to come and to come and run the church because I wasn't a pastor. So we see that it is. But many years after, I've come to know that that singular act has become a memorial in the presence of God which he looks at every time and has opened doors for me, giving me opportunity, giving me so much peace, so much fulfillment in life. God is speaking to somebody. You may have to sacrifice. Because doing this didn't mean I had the same amount of money stocked somewhere. When I, I did it, I was almost, almost empty-handed. Hallelujah. Your sacrifice will speak for you. This woman did it, and they were never hungry again until... They were never hungry again because their store was being refilled every time until rain came. Hallelujah. In Fipia, I was in the call. Bro, okay, here, the motor, the master, see, 
na mi page adam kwa mi zishi dume razeno manse inji biara wakachamba ne maba maba zidam jume famam na manka samu shame mfia mezi dame bena na metsenga ne oda metiacha intino mzimi bibia mzime kwa yato asasi yesi dani ya timse sisi na bosha damar bena susono na minyobi ame ya sofu intina mire primpodenti ebenya sofu muaba beti bano wahadi onyaza na mati bibia intimu tu damana mono. Na mabenya muhunta aside, infi piye chino, iyi abeye nkadu mkesibi, uwe razine nyima, irazishe hon, no bobo ya kwana kesa kese, otimam, iya mama itide, iya mama sumoji, iya bobo kwana hrupi, otamama mujin humpu amintase. And because he has you in mind, no sunday razisu, owa wanaju ni dunti, he commanded me, osha musude, but I didn't hear the command. But it was in my heart. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray that somebody here will put his heart on the, in the right place so that when God commands you, you will be able to do the things that will open doors of destiny for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. But it's the value of the thing that you gave. The value, and the value is, the value before God is the proportion of what you have compared to the proportion of what you give the other way. Proportion of what you give compared to what you have. That determines the value of your gift to God. Hallelujah. Wakada atibi osumbu we raze nyidwa. Ne rekasafa esusuza ashe hona dame raze. Ne zotutu esusuza waka wawusu futum. If somebody gives 50% of what he has to God and that one is 1,000 cities, that's 50%. And another person gives five percent, and that five percent is what uh, twenty thousand. Before God, the one who gave the fifty percent, which is thousand cities, has given bountifully, and the one who gave five percent, which is even twenty thousand, has given sparingly. Your sparingly is dependent on what you have left or the quantity you have left. Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? Yes. I, want you, I want you to have it clear. So, when we are here and we are taking offering and somebody puts, okay, Jesus said this somewhere, we'll come to it. You, you don't look at what people are giving. We can say one people, anybody who has 50 cities, Bring offering, and you 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 come, and then uh, uh, because somebody said fifty uh, cities, no many people didn't come. You are sitting down, and then they said ten cities, and you 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 come and give ten cities. It, it does not necessarily mean that you who give ten cities, you give him more than the person who will give one city. The one who gives fifty cities doesn't mean that you give him more than the ones who give ten cities. Because how much do you have? I don't mean in your pocket necessarily on the spot. But generally, how much do you have? And what proportion of what you have do you give to God? That will determine the value that you have placed on your offering. And that's the, that's the value that God places on the offering. Hallelujah. So 10%... Oh, 
mfatu huwa ya yenyi. Se, zai wani na muno, eji bidzama, menti mawaka nu usara, no chede, awode, aka otinchini, ne mwom edi ubefu, ne dami radi. Nase, obiso, awosike pii, nase, onoso, zaoda, oyime radin, oyima, naza, oda manu mawake chino, onu yeni befuwa, no chede, ne kakraba, nasude, ni chinchini muno, oda mi radinu, nyao tida muno, obucha ni chinchini, na nyao, ono zini kesi nina ame, na kakakra wano futu muno, Hallelujah. Amen. So God sees your heart. If you throw some small amount of what you have, a small proportion to him, he knows. And if you give him a big portion of what you have to he knows. I don't know why I'm struggling to explain. Jesus said it. Let's go to Mark chapter 12, verse 41. Mark 12, from verse 21, it says, And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people. Jesus was somewhere. They are giving offering in church. They are going to sit near the offering bowl and you are watching. He sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums. And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which makes one penny. That's he gave, she gave half penny, half penny too. Many of you don't know Penny. 43, and he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who were contributing to the offering box. Hallelujah. Amen. So as he said all the things I'm trying to say, Jesus himself said it. For they all contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in what everything she had, all she had, everything she had, all she had to live on. Hallelujah. Now Jesus, or ye, or ye, na bi do namazi osi bra ankofuwa kwa kubwa for nonso biya warba for oke jinanchano bebiya orisha for bazo biya zutumuno no hunde bi nimo zibiya babuguma oba kunafubi so azu kwa insibi no so azu babugum. Now Jesus, or catch a one a day. You know, ma, what's in can what's a barno? What one of the tomb? Now where you was a ma. No more a bacuna freezy. When he hear me name him, not a damn inquest, Hallelujah. Amen. So, the so Jesus is speaking. Jesus is telling the disciples the value of. The gifts that people are giving. I've preached this someone before some years ago. And to Jesus, or cast a chenation for now, or a chair one, a bois, Ubiarana for Boza Osbotum Nossum. So the value of what you give is not determined by what the Bank of Ghana, who is the name of the governor, Addison. It's not the value that the, the governor has written on the amount. It is the proportion of what you have that you are giving that determines the, the spiritual value. Let me put it that way the spiritual value of the money you are giving. Hallelujah. So you may give 50,000 and you think that you have given, you are the biggest giver in the church and you've done greatly and you are but if it is only a little proportion of what you have, 
and somebody gives 1,000 and it is and it is all that he or she has, or maybe half or a big percentage, that person, before God, that person has given more than you. It is important we get this very clear. But in all this, Paul kept on saying, purpose in your heart, what you give. It's not a command. It's not compulsion. But he who sows sparingly will reap sparingly. And who sows bountifully shall reap bountifully. That makes this thing, he throws it at us. This is how I see, this is how I value your goods or your, your gifts. But it is left to you to determine whether to give bountifully or to give sparingly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why in this church, anytime I'm talking about Titan, I we call it Titan because that's the standard name that there is. But in the new covenant, I believe that we are not limited to the 10%. 10% is not the limit. It is what God commanded the Israelites to give. But it is not, we are not under command to give 10%. 10% is a standard for even those who are under the law. But we have a better covenant. And that better covenant is a covenant of liberty. A covenant of grace. A covenant that allows us to do us with the, with the purpose in our hearts. But there is blessing that comes with giving. And that blessing looks at the heart. And if your heart will determine how much you give or what proportion you give. And so that's what God looks at to reward us. So here, our, our tithe is not 10% strictly. 10%, you can use as a measure. But if you want to give 5%, give 5%. That is sparingly. You reap sparingly. If you give 10%, that could still be sparingly. You could give 20%, 30%, but it is free. It is free. Feel free. Don't feel guilty that I owe uh, much. I owe much. No. Don't, feel, don't be under that compulsion or that pressure that I owe much. Maybe this sickness that my daughter is sick because I didn't pay my tithe. The last time I was paying my tithe, there was no problem. Now I didn't pay my tithe. So there's no curse that comes upon you. But there's blessing that comes when you pay. Hallelujah. Well, Fidium Hadeno, a Susuza, Yaziji, a Bupenduni, Yabashan and Swai Bohun there, Wapam, that Danum Nerazi, Oma, and the best Susan there, Tababa Winsem Biano, Ichemudu, near Tunumoko, and Zabre Razi. Nasay, say, Yawa, a Pama, the Mapam, no Oya Papa, not the Mapam, so Oya Pamuzi. Or your pama, a radi, or shakumim, name on shem bram for my hand. 
Itinu zawankasa enyano. Esusu di biana esusu owa kumemno. Sayona se ohamunchem enum ne pedati meraza. Botum na dama. Na shane so de onono. Ne dama watching chimu. Ne razi so eke tiafono. So utia kaususa. Ibobuno chinche. Ne mom se yo bisusa. Esusu wa kumem de. Eze. Ebupendu numu ebupendu na na zibaba. Shane so de nono so esususin. Ne izido. E razi bosha hon. Nazi urso nudu shira. O damo. Nemum, Sesusun will walk with him today. A Bokoma Watra, a Susan in Pua, a Razadama Henna, non solution is so there. A Gunu will be Fumo, the Bochan will be Fumo so. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to be at liberty. A Pedazo Hokra Total Liberty. Yafa Hutimapa, Mamma Mom Bandebia, Bacande, Bosuma Bessinukon, and Chawa Bupendu, Nets Wajero Kodebia, Obebi Antino, Name Bupendina in Tiano, Nawama Mayuaba. It's all hokra in Shandumi Biasi, no mom shan is so there. Says a bupendum papa, a susuku will be a suak mema, one sabacanud in Shia, and farm basusua, and do me bear in your home. Hallelujah. I give and I keep giving. Mama, Namu or Dasotama. And it is not on a, that, that, that's when God enjoys your gift. Not because it, it is a law. Mammy, if you be permitted to manage, you know, Mutuma can down my mirati, then you can warm and hold Sunday in Bunida or Yambra. I've repeated myself, Serata. I hope we understand this principle and that we'll keep giving. The fact that we give freely doesn't mean that it's of no purpose. The Philippians gave so much to, to Paul that he wrote that look from the beginning, no church was in. Partnership with him with regards to giving and receiving, except them, the Philippians. Even when he was in other places, they sent to him. They would try and find wherever there was no telephone, there was no, they would try and find out where he was and try and send him goods, a lot of goods. Philippians chapter 4, there's a lot of stuff in that day. Verse 16 says, Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs and once, needs once and again. Cool. Not that I ask a gift or I seek a gift. But I seek fruit that increases to your account. Look, Paul is saying that this would be a gift to him, and he's happy. Not because he wants a gift. I must be honest with you. There can be three people here who can sponsor this church, and you come, you notice anything if you don't give. But it's not because we, because, because it's not because we want a gift. There are some people sitting in front here, and some among you, if I call them and say, listen, now we are not taking offering again. I want you people to sponsor the church. We'll still have church the way we are having church forever. So it's not that we want a gift, but that it, it will abound to your account. Say, so not that I seek a gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. The fruit that will, that will, that will increase your credit. So that you are, when you have credit in the bank, you can go anytime and go and withdraw some. And your giving determines what credit you have in the bank. And the proportion, you see, listen, God gives you 100,000. And you come and throw uh, 50 cities or 100 cities at him. Then that will go to your credit. He will multiply and put to your credit. But how is the multiplication factor? Assume it is 10. Assume it's 100. He will throw that at your credit. At your Odyssey. But for you, the level you are, that, that increase is not enough for you. Because you have already, you are getting 100,000, 500,000, and things like that. It's not enough for you. But the person who receives 
100 cities or, or call it 20 cities and brings 10 cities to God, if the same factor is applied to it, it will be more than the 20 cities that he had. So for him, it is bountiful. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding me? So the proportion of what you give is very important. That will determine whether the, the fruit will be bountiful or it will be sparing. And many of us have been caught in that. So Paul is saying, look, it's not that we desire a gift. I'm teaching this not because we desire a gift. Yes, we need money. I've been praying for years. I've been thinking and planning how to organize this place to make sure that in future we don't have SX buildings, uh, buildings around. But we need, are we building this? But during the week, God gave me an idea of what I'll do. I was telling you so far, how we'll build that things chapel so that in future it can be used. So that when the things move from there, they can move here once we move into our new auditorium. Hallelujah. It has been a, a, a knot that I couldn't crack for some time. So we need money. If we bring money, we we'll need it. But not because of the, the need that we have. But the most important thing is that it will abound to your account. Your life should not remain the way it is. Your life should not be where it is. Giving to God is, 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 is another means of assessing multiplication, credit. Hallelujah. I'm not saying Paul is saying it. You assess credit. But you assess credit in the name of Jesus Christ. It's in Paul or Kafa, Philippa, as a phonomodae, where young Kofubia, one Angasa, which in Chini was shared beyond war. Now, what Bayam Adoye, what Bram Mombois, was a Kazibia, was a Bram, Mamutumina, Mizia, or Sumujumano. Now, in Yede Bia, I mean Paul, Moshe, a Chazibia, if you want, sir. No more Robert Ya. What papa won't take good one won't for two ma. So pay the chance, see me a hundred day. Say, she can be as your baba for no, a ratty upper home, not to woo for tomb, ever kind of woo soon for tomb. Now, here demo, a tumna, a quack a ye. In this ratina genuino, be as she can be our beer also to, a for bodin mono, or the or the mohudu, not the mawa, no one can share. She can be as baban, say ratty or bohun, you do not a mawa, bohuta, you are all for tomb. Now, so for a candidate on Kepede, if you had the Obabana day, yet Rema, Osan, a Yanza, a son who went there. Nemo Yadrema, no Fiacuma, Yawome Razi, or Nintin Yadrema, yet once as yesterday, Mazma Bebiano, a Razibobo, not a Guyan for tomb, or a candidate. When Yada should be there on Kepede, BCC, Dan Crow or Hade, Mrobaya, the Bian Kunta Yadre, into the Moframe, one Dan Payers, which you want me, and the Dara, a Razichon for Yinbia Chena. What channel? Kwana yamfadu yensi. Mrobeya, moframan wofi honuma. Bia obotu mwabaha. Na kesina yebesi wohon. Mpeyinfonsu yetu mna yako honum. Inu miyaye hiyanza ojiska. Sike biyaro biyazibabibiyano. Asorbosom. Na wezezida mjumei. Nemo ma mama ombane de. Osani hiyanzi mtine ajereba. Nemo. Za isu sunu wawaku mem. Za enyana ntasi wo chose mde. Dudu wajiman irajibwa honu wajima honu. Yamfonu mwomye fenji juma. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together for him. Is that what? It's not easy to put all this in his mind. <laughs> God bless you. Hallelujah. And then Paul said, that's when God, Paul said these things. We quote it when we are praying. But do we give enough to assess this? He says, and my God will supply every need of yours according to what his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. So if the thing abounds to your account, you have credit, then God will supply your needs. 
And what makes God supply your needs according to his riches is based on the giving that you give. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray that this message will settle in your heart. And that you position yourself that God will see you as a vessel of giving to his kingdom. That opportunities to sacrifice will come to your way. That as you give, it will abound to your account. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for every evil doctrine, every wrong doctrine that has settled in your heart. I cast it out in the name of Jesus. May the liberty that the word of God gives, the gospel gives, may it become manifest in your life. That you will excel in this grace also. That you will give. And you will give bountifully. You will give a proportion of what you are blessed with. A good proportion. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That the Lord shall supply every need of yours. According to his riches. That all grace may abound to you. Always. In everything. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That you abound in all goodness. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together and celebrate Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. You changed my destiny with the awesome price you paid. Now I can say. Thank you for listening. Follow us on YouTube and on Facebook at Prosper Asamoah for more of these teachings. God bless you.